welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch, the show hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. And it's playoff time. You know, Let's week go! 18. Week 18, as we're recording this, is wrapping up. Uh, Lions, Packers is not over yet. That game is not final. The Packers um, have to win to get in. So we will try to push that conversation as late in the podcast as possible so we can get a final score for you guys. Um, and talk about it, but but we're going to be talking about playoff implications for a wild, 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 wild card weekend, mm. um, and we're going to be power ranking the playoff teams um, and doing our normal pick'em. And you'll figure out who the winner of the regular season pick'em was, and there will be a punishment distributed live on this podcast. And by live, I mean as you hear it, because obviously you're not listening to me talk right now. That'd be very creepy. I live alone. Um, yeah, that'd be impressive if someone yeah, managed to do that. I'd be, I'd be a little scared. Um, but yeah, that, all that's coming up on this, this playoff episode of what do you want to watch? So stick around. Come on. All right. Uh, as I mentioned at the top, Packers Lions is still going on. We have eight minutes left in the third quarter or the fourth quarter right now. Um, as we're recording this on a Sunday night. Um, so we will get to the NFC last AFC. It's set. The, the, the picture has fully come into focus. Um, it was set after the end of the noon games, actually, I believe. Um, I, I don't think there was any, there was any possible yeah. movement. Cause I think yeah, the Ravens were locked into the seat that they were in. Um, we got to talk about the Hamlin situation a little bit. If you listen to our podcast last week and have just been aware of what's been going on in the sports world, Damar Hamlin collapsed on the field Monday Night Football uh, against the the Bengals, um, and that resulted in the NFL eventually announcing they were not going to replay the game from that spot in the first quarter where it ended and where it was postponed. They were just going to cancel it. It set some weird playoff implications. The only one that's really important now is, is the Chiefs, um, because they have more wins than the Bills, have secured the one seed. However, if the Chiefs and Bills were to meet in the AFC Championship game, per the rules that they have decided, it would be a neutral site game, since it's not necessarily fair because the Bills didn't have the opportunity to play as many games to completion as the Kansas City Chiefs did. Um, Other than that, I don't think anything else has changed Except no, that's I, that's it. that's it now because Bills? the Bengals won, so there's no coin flip. And then if we play the Bengals, there's no neutral. Site. Is it a Bills? Is there? There's no chance for a Bills Bengals neutral site, right? I, if that no. is the AFC Championship game, because the Bills have less losses, so there's no way. I saw. I saw that if they meet, someone said it's going to be an Orchard Park because the Bills are the two seed, so it'd be a normal host two three okay. matchup. Okay, so really the only implication is if it's Chiefs-Bills AFC Championship, um, which it might be. So just the seeds in order, one Chiefs, two Bills, third seed Bengals, fourth seed Jaguars, and then the wild cards, five Chargers, six Ravens, and sneaking in at seven, the Dolphins. David, the only the only thing that was really up for grabs today um, was the Bengals-Ravens. Um, who was going to to host their wild card weekend game, and then who the seventh seed would be? Dolphins made it in. As I think we both picked on last week's show. How are you feeling about this Miami Dolphins team though going into the playoffs? I think I feel okay. I think Tua is going to be back, and obviously that completely changes 
the team as a whole when you're starting quarterbacks back. Um, it's been tough because there's two teams now in the playoffs that have not had their starting quarterback the last three weeks, and they haven't looked good, but that's because their starting quarterback hasn't been playing, other team being the Baltimore Ravens. So I think the Dolphins team is fine in most situations. Uh, their defense isn't good, and whenever you're playing the you know a, a top three offense in the entire league in the Bills this week, that's going to be a tall task. Um, yeah, uh, if, if you're asking me how I feel in general, good, but how I feel in this matchup, it's it's tough, and I won't. I'm not going to give my pick yet because we'll we'll get into that. But um, they're going to have a tall task. They're going to have to create a turnover or two while knowing they're going to give up 30 points probably, but you know force mm-hmm. a couple turnovers. Uh, and then, you know, hope that offense can keep up and in, in scoring and we've seen them do it. So, you know, Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill and this this offense absolutely can do that. But uh, I think they'll be OK once Tua, if Tua can be back and he's good to go. Mm-hmm. And in many ways, this has been a little bit of a nightmare season for the Dolphins, who at one point um, around like week four were looking like they were maybe going to challenge the Bills for the East title in the mm-hmm. AFC. Uh, and then Tua had three concussions um, in a season and two very scary concussions. Um, so that that's obviously an issue. I, I know he's going to come back, but I don't, I mean, like you've said, he hasn't played the last three weeks. We don't know what his health is actually like right now. I'm sure they're going to play him for this playoff game. They're going to travel to Buffalo. It's going to be cold. So that's going to be a tall task. I want to talk about the Ravens situation, though, because that one's way weirder to me. So we Mm -hmm. know why Tua was out. Tua was concussed, um, and they were just keeping him out because, you know, they didn't want to risk it. They wanted to give him as much rest time as possible. They felt like they could get a win today without needing to force him in. They did get that win because they played against the New York Jets, who have scored, I think, 12 points in their last four games, um, which is really sad. Because uh, they were looking like they were going to be a shoe in for the playoffs five weeks ago, six weeks ago. So that's tough for them. But Lamar Jackson, it seems, is just sitting because he wants to. Um, at least that's the sentiment we're getting from the Ravens organization. John Harbaugh is reportedly clearly frustrated with Lamar. Um, apparently, a lack of communication uh, going on, and also just thinking that Lamar is going to be back and then he's not. The initial injury, David, do you even remember what it is? Because at this point, I don't even remember what he hurt. I thought it was a shoulder. It wasn't like a labrum. I thought... Maybe, yeah. Now I'm thinking about Lamar. Like You'd think it'd be like a leg injury. No, I think it. But, no, they have him listed on the injury report. It's knee. It was knee. Okay. And he's questionable as of right now. Um, their Here's, backup is... Also questionable, Tyler Huntley has a right. You're thinking of Huntley. Huntley has the shoulder injury. That's right. And he didn't play today. It was a third string playing today. Here's what Rich Eisen said five days ago. Quote, I don't know what's going on because when I spoke with Ravens in week 15, they were saying we're going to get Lamar back next week, being week week 16. He could have played now, but he doesn't want to play with a brace. He doesn't want to do it this or that until he's 100%. That was week Going into week 16, he said this. It is now week 18. Um, yeah. Surely he plays in the playoffs, though, right? I mean, I think he would have to. Um, like, if he's making the decision, like, I'm going to sit out, surely he's going to be like, no, I want to play in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Right. 
Uh, he, this is, I think this all comes down to the weird contract situation they're in, which is they did not extend Lamar. They couldn't get a deal done which before is the beginning of this season. Crazy that, um, and Lamar's him. representing himself in negotiations. He does not have an agent, which the weird part about that is like, you know what? All the like mean things. I heard this on another podcast. Like when you're negotiating a contract, there's always going to be a point where the organization criticizes the player because they want to save money. So yeah. they're not just criticizing. It's different whenever you hear from your agent, like the team wants to, you know, they think there's a risk with injury and, and that you haven't really shown it in the playoffs. So they're not willing to put over, which he wants reportedly. I think he wants Deshaun Watson money and they're offering him Russell Wilson money. I believe he wants fully guaranteed. And I don't think they're willing to give him that. Yeah. It's not a hundred percent on the Ravens because they did offer him a lot, but like, yeah. It, it's He's a really lot of good. money. <laughs> Lamar has had injury problems. Um, you could blame that on his style of play, but Josh Allen has not had those same injury problems and, mm-hmm. and plays very similar in, in he, terms of his aggressiveness on the run. But here's the reality. He's not a running back. That's an over, you know, yeah, that's he's a, a quarterback. exaggeration. However, his throwing just isn't up to par, I think, with maybe that's why they're holding back maybe on him because like, yeah, he can throw the ball, but it's just not as consistent maybe as they'd like to see. I don't mm-hmm. know. So to say all that is I think there's probably a little resentment. There's a little bit of, I'm not going to go out and possibly get hurt in regular season game because if you guys don't sign me for what I want, I need to be able to test well in the open market and further injuring myself, especially a knee injury will not help me with that, which I understand yeah. completely. Yeah, uh, this feels a lot like the Kawhi Leonard situation to me. Um, mm. People that don't remember are not big NBA fans. Kawhi Leonard uh, was widely considered to be probably the best two-way player in the league. And uh, whenever he got hurt for the Spurs, and they kept telling them he was going to come back, and he never, he eventually just he he would come back for short stints, but would never stay there for long and would rest. And then he eventually left the Spurs. Uh, requested a trade blaming injury and said that their medical staff wasn't doing enough to protect him. It feels like Lamar has that energy. It obviously hasn't gotten to that point. I expect him to play in the playoffs, but again, not playing for three weeks in the NFL is a big deal. Yeah. Um, You can be rusty real quick. And, you know, they're going to be going into one of the toughest places in the AFC to play when they go to Cincinnati. That's that's just going to be a difficult game. So I... They needed the win. I, 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 they needed a win this week and to force that coin flip that you talked about, uh, which would be required if they won because of the you know canceled game. They would have to decide who got home field for that wild card game. That would have been huge if the Ravens could have forced the bank got a win, and then forced the Bengals to come and play in Baltimore. And they, I, they just didn't have a shot with their third string. I want to pose this though. Does it oddly help them? I feel like it's tough to they'd have to like winning back to back games against the same team. I feel like like that's true. The Bengals are obviously good enough to do it, but they're gonna go from beating the Bengal the the Ravens with their third string to like Baltimore. I mean, Lamar Jackson's back, and you have to beat the exact same team again, which has is a has a really good defense. I think they lead the league in turnovers. They're they're very good. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you also obviously have the injury conversation, um, which Brandon Staley doesn't know about, apparently, because the Chargers had two key players get hurt today in a game where they couldn't change their seed at all. They were locked into the five. There was no way they weren't going to be locked into the five when that game started. 
Um, so there could be that, but I just think Baltimore is a tough place to play, especially like imagine a Baltimore night game in the playoffs. That that would be difficult, which it probably would be. That that game would probably be the Saturday or Sunday night game, uh, mm-hmm. wild card game. I, I don't know. This is a weird situation, um, but y- yeah, I I just don't know. And let let's get to the Chargers now. Um, what I mean. How much do, do you think this hurts them against the Jaguars uh, next week? Mike Williams, for those who didn't see, uh, second best wide receiver for them uh, behind Keenan Allen, although he plays more normally than Keenan Allen. So it's yeah. Jack, Keenan Allen is a number one option when he's healthy, but he's not healthy that often. Uh, Mike Williams was carted off the field today. Uh, we don't know if that's a precaution necessarily or if he was seriously injured and needed to be um, carted off the field because he could not leave on his own power. Based on the, the footage that I saw, it, it, it looked real tough trying to walk. Um, it did not, didn't look good. Um, and then Bosa also left the game with an injury, and Bosa just came back from injury a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, their star pass rusher. I was thinking, like, the Chargers have to be hating that the fact that they have to play... or that they have to go play the Jags now. Because the Jags at first, I think, were scared. If they're the fully healthy Chargers team is by far the most dangerous wildcard team in the NFL. I don't think there's any question about that. But you lose a top target and your best best pass rusher. What what do teams need to do in the playoffs? They need to throw the football and they need to get to the quarterback. Those are the two most important mm-hmm. things. And they yeah. seriously hurt themselves. Reading about Mike, um Suffered a lower back injury, underwent x-rays that were negative. Sources said, I'll have more tests tomorrow. Huge injury to watch. That's Ian Rappaport. Uh, a, someone quote tweeted, said, good, there's no fracture, but MRI would show disc involvement. Notably, notably, he dealt with that disc herniation in rookie camp. Another injury in 19, and then another one early this year. So it seems like Mike Williams has kind of had that lower back issue some are saying it might just mm-hmm. be spasms, which it, that's probably best case scenario because that, you know, rather yeah, than like a, a fracture. But that, yeah, absolutely something to note because it, I mean, we're going to get the times. I'm actually surprised that we don't already have like the playoff times, but we'll probably get them pretty soon. And uh, they got to turn around and play in six days, possibly. So, yeah, exactly. Um, I would expect that that Jags Chargers game, it seems like the AFC South has been the first playoff game. Whoever wins that division has been the first playoff game of wildcard weekend for like the last four years, with the exception of the Titans whenever they got the one seed. Um, because the, normally the winner of that division is just not very fun. Um, mm-hmm. So that that could very easily be a, be one of the first games, like you said. Yeah. This, this is important for us. By the time this drops, people will know this for a couple of days. But uh, Texans have just fired Lovey Smith after one year. Probably because he won that game today. If he loses so? to the Colts, I mean, they have the number one pick. If he loses to the Colts, I think he keeps his job. I really do. I think that's a dumb reason to fire, though. I like a coach it's that wants Texans. to win all the time. I mean, you know what I mean? It's it's the Texans. The Texans organization is a dumpster fire. No, that's um, true. They have been ruined ever since the Chiefs absolutely ran them out of Arrowhead Stadium in a 24 to nothing comeback in which they the dropped a 50-burger on them yeah. in the playoffs. Uh we t- talk about Bosa as well. I don't mm. 
they haven't really said much about what what happened with Bosa. He just left the game. That could have also been a precaution. Uh, defensive players take a lot of lot of punishment. Um, and they the Chargers played their starters through the second half, which is just crazy. Keenan Allen played the whole game. Even when Chase Daniels came in, Keenan Allen stayed in. And you have the rest versus rust conversation all the time. I don't think it really applies here. Because you can't change your seed at all. You are mm-hmm. an injury-prone franchise, have been for the last five years. What purpose would you have? Chase Daniels should have been in at the start. Yeah. You know, Herbert's had injury problems this year. Herbert takes a bad shot to the ribs from a Broncos pass rusher, and you could be losing your quarterback for the wild card game. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Here is the question: If the Chargers end up losing against the Jags, first game wild card, we've seen coaches that make the playoffs get fired before. Do you think Brandon Staley gets the boot? I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't. With like, because they haven't been. I mean, they've kind of been mediocre. They've been hovered around this 8-9-10 win game and they've barely missed or they've won, gotten the first round of the playoffs and lost. Like This has been kind of the same thing. And especially with this, if this turns out to be bigger news than what it is now with like if Joey or Mike can't play, or <clears throat> man, that's huge. That's I mean, they cool. have possibly the best roster in the league. Yeah. I, I don't yep. I know that everybody does this thing where every year at the beginning of the season they pick the Chargers. The Chargers are always Super Bowl picks. The Chargers are always picked to win the AFC West. Now, obviously, as a Chiefs fan, I think that's stupid every year. But I'm not going to lie to you. Every time we play the Chargers, I'm a little scared because they do have potential. They just screw it up mm-hmm. with injuries, with bad decision-making, with late-game interceptions. You know, that's that's the Charger way in a lot of ways. But they do have one of the most talented rosters. Coach, like, yeah, you stick Sean Payton there in Los Angeles – I'm a little please, nervous. Please I'm not don't. nervous with Brandon Staley. I am nervous if Sean Payton's there. So yeah. I, I, as a Chiefs fan, hope they keep Brandon around, but I don't, I don't know if they will. Um, yeah. Division winners, Jaguars, uh, they started bad against the Titans in that Saturday night game for the AFC South, but they pulled it out. Um, Trevor Lawrence looked good in the second half. It is this the worst division winner in the playoffs, or do you think the Bucks are worse at this moment? Ooh, I, I, so when you ask me that question, I thinking just head to head, who would I take? I do it weird. Is it weird that I might want to favor the Jags? I mean, they do have a better record, um, and. I just trust the offense more, I feel like, too. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I trust the defense more. Jags actually have a pretty good DB group. They're they're physical. Uh, They can fly around. Um, But again, doubt Tom Brady, who just two weeks ago threw for like 300 yards, 350 yards. But yeah. Yeah, I... I, I don't – the Jags team is, is a little weird to me. They started the season terribly. Um, really, right after that Chiefs loss is where they turned everything around. Lawrence yeah. started playing really well, uh, and he's turned into you know a, 
I guess, a shadow of the prospect, which sounds like an insult of the prospect he thought he was. You got to understand when he was coming out, people were like, this is Peyton Manning 2.0. Like there's nothing Mm -hmm. this guy can't do on the field, um, which is an insane thing to put on anybody's shoulders. Um, But he seemed to have figured it out. And yeah, I just don't trust the Bucs. However, that's the Brady fear. I I think I would put the Bucs ahead of them just because of the Brady thing. Brady in the playoffs. playoffs. It just seems like it it has to be. And I'm going to keep picking, siding with Brady in the playoffs. I don't think the Bucs are a good team, but Brady in the playoffs is just, it's a formula that that is overwhelmingly resulted in success. Um, Mm. So yeah, that's tough. Bengals, we already talked about them a little bit. The Bengals are good. I mean, the Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs, all those teams really good. Uh, Bengals fans, if I could say something to you who probably don't listen to this podcast, calm down. Um, the coin flip thing, yeah, that kind of sucks for you a little bit. The Bills way, way more got screwed by the decision. If anybody yeah. should be mad, it should be the Bills who had no opportunity to get the bye. Y'all weren't getting the bye anyway. The Chiefs beat the Raiders. You have more losses. You weren't going to get the bye, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so calm down about it. And you were going to have to play the Chiefs or the Bills the second round. That's just mm-hmm. that. That's how it's going to work. Um, but this Bengals team is very good. Uh, Joe Burrow, when asked today about how long he thinks the championship went over for the Bengals last, he said his whole career, um, which is just, yeah, duh. I mean, what else is he going to say? Yeah. Uh, Bills, they looked a little shaky at times against the Pats. The Pats moved the ball on them a little bit. They were benefited from two kickoff returns for a touchdown this in this game alone. There were four all year heading into this Which game. Is crazy. Um, so Hines probably a good trade for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Colts GM is going to get fired. Um, and the Chiefs are the Chiefs. I think that the Raiders game is the first time I felt like they've played well in a month, like actually well. Uh, the offense struggled a little yeah. in the second half. The as, as you have talked about extensively, and I want you to talk about it a little more, the defensive unit, especially the front line, has gotten much better. Mm-hmm. The past rushers have really come on at the end. David, what did you see against that win, or in that win against Vegas on Saturday? Uh, the Chiefs are able to get to the quarterback with four, finally. Um, this has kind of been the issue, and honestly was the issue in the playoffs, even in their wins. Uh Last year, we relied on like the safety blitz or the cornerback blitz because we couldn't get pressure with four, uh, and that left some of our other D backs on an island with, you know, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Jamar Chase. Like some of these really good receivers were one on one coverage, which is very, very, very tough to play no matter who you are. And and this year, so far, um, like we've seen the four guys be able to get to the quarterback. Um, Chiefs had 55 sacks this year, which is second all-time uh, in Chiefs history behind the 60-sack 1990 season, which had, I don't you know, the second-best defensive player of all time on it, Derek Thomas. Yeah, Derek Thomas, who had 20 so, sacks in a season, including, I think, I don't know what his record is, six in a game, I think. So, you um, know, that's, that's not going to get topped. But it's just crazy, like, you know, that they can actually get to the quarterback. Chris Jones has 15 sacks, which is a career high for him. The rookie George Kalaftis out of Purdue has had, if I'm trying to remember, either six sacks in seven games or sec- seven sacks in eight games. He's come alive. Um, and, you know, Frank Clark hasn't been as productive, but I think he's also one of those guys that you don't see him get the sack 
but he takes a double team and that leaves a one-on-one or he maybe flushes the quarterback towards Karlaftis or Chris Jones. So yeah, Mike Dana, low key interior wise, he's just a bull. He can bull rush any guard in the league. And yeah, it's nice. We've been talking about this since Mahomes was drafted of like, one, the defense is struggling, but two, like our we just can't get pressure to the quarterback. They have all day. Mm-hmm. No matter how good or bad the D backs are, um, which they have there have been some bad ones and they have been at fault. But for the most part, it's been like I mean, they you can't guard Jamar Chase for seven seconds and man to man. That's impossible, you know. Right. So it's nice that they're getting to the quarterback and uh Chris Jones said, quote, I feel like we're peaking at the right time. And that one that here's it's good to hear that as a Chiefs fan, but two, it's like man, this defense feels confidence. I think they trust themselves uh, to be able to hold their own against anybody. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see this, and I hope it continues because the young guys are playing well, and I, you know, you just can only hope their confidence can grow. Mm-hmm. First, I'd like to apologize to my dad. It was a seven sack game uh, against Seattle on November 11, 1990. I know my dad oh, knows my that. Goodness. Um, I think that if I remember correctly, record? we lost the game. Uh, yeah, I oh think that's God. the single game rack record. We lost the game be, right? because Derek Thomas almost had his eighth, but barely missed it, um, and the Seahawks scored. He's the reason uh, they lost. So, I'm kidding. Yeah, Derek Thomas, um, <laughs> undisputably one of the, the best pass rushers to ever I love, walk the face of the earth. I love how Chiefs teams, they at times have had the number one defense multiple times, many times actually but then near worst offense and then flip that when we've had some of the top three offense in the entire league, we've had bottom 18 defense. Like when will the chiefs, you know, be top, I'll even top 10 in both categories. You know, the day should come, right? I think maybe in a couple of years when, when these um, rookies that we have across our defense mature, yeah, um, I would say, right. The only, the only thing holding that back is I think Chris Jones is in his prime right now and he is the best defensive tackle in the league. Oh, uh, easily. Yeah, uh, Donald was hurt a little bit this year. Was playing a meaningless football, quite honestly, because the Rams were out of it pretty early from the start. It seemed, um, but Chris Jones is playing amazing. The only thing I worried about, Stidham ran a little bit on us. Um, the contain was not always great on the pass rush. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem against a quarterback like Jared Stidham. Will be a problem against a quarterback like Justin Herbert, and you know. Lamar Jackson, if we play a Lamar, uh, yeah. Josh Allen, if we play Josh, even Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow. Um, so that 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 could be a problem. But yeah, the I defense hope, is coming alive at this time. Fingers crossed. I'm just hoping that's because they didn't see him as a threat, you know? So they took that Probably spy to, get, to stop Josh, which they did. They were able to stop the league leading rusher. He, I think he had 47 rushing yards, which is a nice to have. So yeah, I agree. But my optimism is just they didn't even view him as a threat. So you know, they mm-hmm. didn't plan for that. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see and, though. And I would say Chris Jones might be the most clutch defensive player in the league. Anytime mm. you need a big sack, he's there. Um, he, oh my he's gosh, always yeah. there causing problems at the end of games. And I think so, he averages two batted balls a game, which is comes at the most opportune times too. That's yes. just the most clutch play when you can snap that out of the air. He, he just really has been great this year. 15 and a half from the interior. Jeez. Is, is a wild number. It's a wild yeah. sack total. Um, I, so I, I yeah I, I'm excited. What's the, First round. What's bye. the record for that interior lineman sack count? I don't know. Year? I think it's probably Aaron Donald's record though. Because I would, I mean, that's yeah. It, it probably is Aaron Donald or maybe somebody else. But I would imagine that Chris Jones is up there because that's fifteen and a half sacks is pretty insane. That's you know nearly a sack a game for a D tackle. 
who's facing double teams or facing the center and you know you just a d tackle just doesn't mm-hmm. have as many opportunities as a you know dn to get around and, and to sack is there a stat on that are you finding that or i'm not seeing it listed uh they just have it as lineman total um, but they don't have Got it you. as interior but i'd imagine it's probably somewhere in that in that range uh, probably anywhere from like 17 to 19 or something like that um david i, I think i haven't checked um the uh, Lions just converted a fourth and one with a minute and a half left in the game and got it. So Lions they, are going to win. <laughs> so the it, the Lions the Lions did not make the playoffs, but they knocked Aaron Rodgers out of the playoffs. That's amazing. You know, I uh, the last Packers drive ended with a deep ball pick, and they it was first, second, third down. They threw the ball, and I could see Aaron walking off the field. He said, "Run the." ball so he wasn't very happy apparently but lions drove down and uh, just converted so lions are gonna win wait did you say aaron Rodgers threw a pick and then got mad that he didn't call a run well i think he was yelling at the sideline he said run the ball i think he was wanting them to run the ball quarterback can't audible of course well <laughs> also it's aaron Rodgers too you think of all people he, yeah. he would have been like nah i'm just not don't. doing that so you think that how happy right now are vikings and lions fans and probably bears fans too oh the, the entire the nfc north is just laughing it's just hysterical that the lions just eliminated the packers from the playoffs. and if you're the vikings you are thanking the lord that you don't have to play the packers wildcard weekend uh i would not yeah. want to see aaron Rodgers if you're the vikings mm-hmm. Well, we were going to power rank the AFC first before we got into any NFC conversations, but I don't really see a point to do that. We don't have to do that now because the NFC playoff picture is set. So the the playoff picture right now, finally for the NFC, the one seed is the Philadelphia Eagles, two seed 49ers, three seed Vikings, four seed Buccaneers, five seed Cowboys, six seed Giants, and sneaking in, on on a on nary a, a close game with the Los Angeles Rams of all teams, the Seattle Seahawks. Who the Lions got to be pissed. I mean, the Seahawks won. I they're happy because they eliminated the Packers, but the Seahawks won in overtime today against a very very bad Rams team. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, that's tough. Um, David, we already talked about all the AFC teams. Real quick, Seattle Seahawks. I know they made it. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they lost like seven of their last nine. Um, they so I, you know, I don't. They think were struggling. They they're, they're not yet. One they would say they are struggling still. They, yeah, they weren't doing too hot. Uh, Geno Smith did become the all-time single-season passing leader today. Of course, he get to play one more game than when Russell Wilson did, and he set the record. So it's a little misleading, but it's crazy though he did it in his first year. Like Russ had a lot of years there, right? Um, <laughs> how scale of one to ten, confidence level that the Seahawks can go to the 49ers' house and win a playoff game? Three, and that might be generous. Yeah, I'm gonna go one. <laughs> Niners look good, dude. Brock Purdy just looks so good. That might be the system. It probably is, but they ha- yeah. there has to be some sort of intelligence and just instinct to be able to for him to be able to play. I mean, obviously an NFL starting quarterback, but like that team looks so good. Debo's going to be back, which they've been flying around without him, and he is a huge piece of that offense. So 
Dude. Is this, I, Niners I would, team, is this Niners team going to make the Super Bowl? I guess that's spoilers for what we yeah, think, but I don't, I don't, I don't even know, know about that. Dude, that's, um, but I, I just, you don't even have to talk about the offense. I don't see a way where the Seahawks offense can overcome this Niners defense. I just well, don't see it. Yeah. Um, they, they've been pretty well shut down by bad defenses, um, at the end of the season. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, I'm not confident in the Seahawks, but you, you made it, you made it to the dance with Geno Smith as your starting quarterback in the first year, since you made a blockbuster trade, uh, where you got rid of your franchise quarterback and many people thought you were dead in the water. So I, you know, this has got to be a win for Seahawks fans. Just I'm sure at the beginning of the season, they didn't expect to make the playoffs and they did. Oh so yeah. That's gotta be cool. Same thing for giants fans. Um, who knows how, how many waves they're going to make in the playoffs here. Daniel Jones is playing well. looks like he's going to get another contract in New York. Same thing for Saquon Barkley. Dayball is looking, gotta be the best hire of this year. Um, yeah. I've been he'll win coach of the year. Uh, yeah, probably. I would say that was that was his award to lose, um, really for most of the season, you know, because this this Giants team they they play the football that they need to play. I think it's similar to a system like the Ravens, if I were to compare it, and that mm. he knows what the strengths of the team are. It's running the football. Um, he knows that the wide receivers aren't that great, and he's going to play that kind of smash mouth style football, and it's worked for them. Yeah. Um, Got to be very happy if you're a Giants fan. David, a little preview here before we actually make the pick. Giants, Vikings, I'll give you another scale of 1 to 10 thing. Scale of 1 to 10, how scared are the Vikings of the Giants coming to their house? If I'm a Vikings fan, I don't know. I think if I'm a Vikings fan, I'm confident. I think it's people who are separated are, are like like. 60%, 55% chance the Vikings win this. I don't think it's as blowout as people think. I think, I mean, Vikings fans are probably like, oh yeah, we get, let's do this, you know? And Giants fans are probably like, oh yeah, let's do this. As a person separated from both teams, uh, you know, Niners Seahawks is like 90, 10, 85, 20, uh, 15. Mm. I think with this, I think it's more like 60, 40 or 55, 45. I think it could be a closer game than maybe people think. Well, let's keep in mind these teams already played, and they played December 22nd, um, and the Vikings won 27-24 to in a game they should not have won. But mm. say what you will about the Vikings, they win close games. You know, they do that yeah. every time. Um, so they, they've got to be somewhat confident, but I, I put them at a six, okay. um, five or six in scaredness level. I, I wouldn't want to play the Giants right now. They're pretty well rolling. They obviously didn't win today, but they didn't need to. They didn't play anybody. They were locked into the sixth seed. They did what the Chargers yeah. should have done and rested everyone. Yep. Uh, I got to think Dayball has got a lot of time to plan. He knew they were playing the Vikings. Um, and, you know, at a certain point, I just think this season's going to come to the, the this kind of euphoric, in many ways, and improbable season for the Vikings is going to come to an end. I mean, they their point differential is just bad. It's, it's straight up mm-hmm. bad. And they, anytime they play some tough competition, you know, a team that is as good, if not better than them, they just get absolutely demolished, not losing in close games. They, every time they lose, it's a blowout. You got to expect at a certain point, you know, that undefeated streak in games of three points or less is going to end. And I wouldn't be surprised if it ended first round of the playoffs. Yeah, it has to eventually. But then, man, I just, 
you just think about the playmakers they have, and they definitely have them. Dalvin yep. Cook and Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Like, man, they got they have some really, really good players. And Especially with the addition of Hawkinson. They, they, and Hawkinson, yeah, I forgot about him. And they just keep winning. So if, if they win this first round, will that completely change how you view them? No. Okay. No. Because I think then if, if they win the first round, they're only going to be playing teams that have already demolished them or have the propensity to. Because they haven't played mm-hmm. the Niners yet, if I'm remembering correctly. I don't think they have. Um, oh, no, they did. They lost. 17-7. to 7. Unless that is a preseason game. Possible. But. That is, yeah, it was. Okay, um, I was gonna so say my next guess would be when that Jimmy G got hurt, but no, that was yeah, that was yeah. Easy. I was gonna say that that lo- did not look like a Vikings score because um, when the Vikings lose, they lose by a lot. Uh, but yeah, that, that's the only team they haven't lost. They got embarrassed by both the Eagles and the Cowboys. If the Cowboys make it through, um, I spoiler, alert, I don't really think the Bucks are gonna win, but I could be wrong about that too. Um, so. Yeah, if I'm a Vikings fan, if I win the wild card weekend game, I'm not going to be taking a victory lap. <laughs> That's for yeah. sure. I mean, I guess you could say we made it take, to where we were supposed to, but it's definitely going to have to take a you know miracle in Minneapolis because they're going to have to have a little bit of a Cinderella streak because yeah, there's some tough competition mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, next, Cowboys. Um, you know what? I actually said I don't think the the Bucks can win. If the Cowboys play anything like they played today, a game that they didn't necessarily need because they likely weren't going to get the one seed anyway, but tried to win anyway, they played their starters, they looked bad. Particularly Dak looked really bad. Dak is another pick six. Kirk Cousins with better PR. I'm he's not he's not a good he's not that good of a quarterback. What would Was you that, I think I saw that's a pick in seven straight games for Dak. Yeah. And he had now, I think he played a few less games, but had worse stats this year than Derek Carr did. Uh, a quarterback who got benched and then left his team before mm. the final two weeks of the season. So that's rough. Yeah. Um, that's stop me whenever you think Dak fits into this category. Top five quarterback, top 10 quarterback. Top 15 quarterback. Stop. Top 20. Okay, so top 15-ish? Yeah. yeah. Like around so. 15, 14, 15 probably? Two, four, six, eight, ten. Yeah, there's 14 teams in the playoff. Yeah, I think he's, yeah, I think he's top 14 because I think he's better than Kirk. I think he is better than Kirk. I don't. You don't think his legs, simply that Kirk just can't I run? Think Kirk, I think, well, Kirk can't really run, but can Dak throw? So, I, are you taking I, I are you taking him or Danny Dimes? I, I mean, Dak and Kirk have very similar level of weapons on offense, and Kirk mm. simply has more success. Oh, that's fair. So, and that's he has ex- better stats. Yeah. So, I just I'm taking Kirk. I yeah, I that's a good take, point. I would take Dak versus Danny Dimes because of history. If you're asking the way they're playing right now, Danny Dimes oh, easily. Yeah, yeah, right now um, for sure. But yeah, I just. I don't think Dak's that good, but again, this Cowboys team is super talented. Probably behind the Chargers is the second most talented team in the league. They just paid him a lot too, didn't they? Yeah. Well, the Cowboys always pay people a lot. See Ezekiel Elliott. Um, 
so I, they they limp in. They lost to the Commanders, embarrassing loss. Um, they limp into the playoffs and will be traveling to play the Bucks. And Brady has had the Cowboys number. Um, already won a game against them this season, and I, I, yeah, that's a little tough. It's uh, always tough. You love, you know, you love resting starters, even if you're the Bucks, which they may not care as much. But like, you know, I, I understand like taking it easy, you know, the week for the playoffs. But there's definitely a real thing is like being mentally ready to play and coming off a loss, like even the Chargers coming off a loss like that, like it's tough. Mentally, that does mess with you. Whether you know it may not seem like it does, but going to the playoffs with a rough loss like that, like that, that doesn't help the team. So, Chargers, Cowboys, and maybe the Bucks specifically is definitely something to note. Of like, kind of came off a bad loss with their foot forward, you know. So also, you could say, you know, the the Chargers played their starters, lost a close game. The Cowboys, if I remember correctly, and I'm saying that because it happened a few hours ago, but quite honestly, this game was so ugly that I quit paying attention to it um, while it was on and started doing other stuff. 26 to 6 to the yeah. third string commander's quarterback. Now, the first two strings aren't that good. So the third string may not be any worse than the first two. Tar Heels, baby. Go Tar Heels. Sam but Howell, come on. 26 to 6 is ugly it's an ugly way to lose a game at the end of the season that you're trying to win to a team that is not in playoff contention and is not playing for anything it's not Um, good for morale so yeah that's that's got to be real tough um for them and and again Dak looked bad bucks Mm -hmm. at at brady it's brady in the playoffs so there's always going to be fear i don't see any way where the bucks make a run i just they have to if they win this first the game they would then have to win two games on the road to far superior opponents. Um, and yep. they haven't shown that. The wins that the Bucks have this season haven't been against good teams, guys. They, they, it, especially down the stretch. I mean, if, if we're looking at it, uh, they beat the Cowboys week one. That's good. They beat the Saints. They lost to the Packers, lost to the Chiefs, beat the Falcons, lost to the Steelers, lost to the Panthers, lost to the Ravens, beat the Rams. So as of right now, the teams that they've beaten – Saints, Falcons, on a last-second play, I might add. Pan- mm-hmm. uh, the Rams, the Seahawks, the Saints again, the Cardinals, the Panthers, and that's it. Um, Jeez. So I, if we're looking right now, the teams that they have beaten, the Seahawks are the only playoff team. Um, and they've lost to quite a few playoff teams, including the Ravens, Bengals. Oh, Cowboys are a playoff team as well. Sorry, including the Ravens, Bengals, um, Niners, mm. and in those games, it wasn't close for them. They they were not in the game really, um, at least in the second half. So they're not good. They're not a good team. But Brady in the playoffs. I think the only way they make a run is if the Seahawks somehow upset. Because that means mm. they're playing the winner of the Giants or the Vikings. And honestly, the Giants-Bucks, they play very similar. Bucks could just grind out an ugly win. And with the Vikings, you never and know. And you're looking at Kirk I Cousins guess, versus Tom Brady in a playoff game. Yeah, I'm, it's yeah. going to be real tough for me to not pick Tom Brady, no matter what his team is. Yeah, But if the Niners win, it's like they go to 
I almost said candlestick. It's not that it's not candlestick anymore. Levi um, Stadium. Yeah. They have to go to the Niners, and that's just that's tough. Yeah, I don't Very see tough. any way that happens. They, so. they win that one. So I they could win it. I, I just don't see them making a run. I, I yeah. don't think really anybody does at this point. Uh next three seed Vikings. Um we've already talked about the Vikings. They're they're they have a lot of good skill players. Um Kirk is up and down. The definition of an up and down quarterback, I think, in a lot of respects. Yeah. Um, you know, they're they're solid. A, they can beat inferior opponents, um, but ones that are at or above their level, they have not shown a propensity to to even play close in those games. So I, I would not be very confident. Niners, a lot of people think they're the best team in the NFC, and it'd be hard to argue against them. Um, especially because the Eagles haven't had a healthy quarterback, Jalen Hurts, similar situation to Lamar Jackson and Tua in that he just has not played the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks of the regular season, and they haven't looked great in the games that he has not played. Um, yeah. But they still got to win. Yeah, um, They still got to buy. They still got home field. Um, Lincoln Financial, tough place to play. Philly fans are rowdy. I'd be confident if I was an Eagles fan. Um, a little nervous, quite honestly, because um, they've had a couple of injuries, not just to Jalen, uh, but down mm. the stretch that, that could really hurt them, including Lane Johnson, who I think is the biggest loss. He is not getting surgery. He's their offensive tackle. He's been very good all year. He decided not to get surgery so he could stay in um, – He's going to grind it out. Contention, he's going to grind it out, but you don't necessarily love your tackle grinding out an injury. They will obviously get an extra week of rest, which is really important for them. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But yeah. this has got to be a little weird. Um, so yeah. I think think four weeks ago, you ask Eagles fans how they're feeling. Fantastic. Really good. And today I think it's now, I think good. now they're yeah, good. Yeah. 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 So David, let's power rank these before we get to the pick them. Um, because we're already 45 minutes into this episode. So, hey man, AFC, I want to power rank them together. So, we need to agree. AFC, should we start bottom or top? How do you want to do this? Let's do bottom. Okay. I think the seven right now in the AFC, because of the unknowns, I think the Dolphins are seven. Um, the Tua thing is tough. Their offense has not played well whenever he hasn't been at full strength. I just think we've gone the longest without seeing them play good football of any of the teams in the AFC. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, I was thinking the Jags, but yeah, that is tough. You know, just because with the Jags, it's just like, a, did they squeak in? Did, but I, I, your point with we've not seen them, you know, I saw they, they are the first team in NFL history to go 0-4 in December and make the playoffs. I just saw that today. Yeah, so they're like, just like looking. We've, they finished. We've terribly. not seen them a hundred percent in a long time, and you know, some of it's not their fault, right? They've not been a hundred percent, but that doesn't matter. It still like yeah. impacts them. Yeah, I, I think I like that. I think I like the Dolphins at seven. Okay, uh, six. I was gonna go Jags. Uh, yeah. Weakest conference, barely above five hundred, um, and looked kind of shaky in that Titans game. So six Jags. Five is interesting. Ravens. Ravens, I think it has to be just because Herbert's healthy and we know Hayes healthy. But those injuries to the Chargers can really screw it up. Chargers at four. 
And I would I say, think- like, Chargers, I know they had a Joey Bosa injury, but, like, as a complete unit, that defense is, like, on and healthy. Healthy has been all year. And they're, they're playing really well. That's true. Uh, okay, so Chargers at 4-3. I think this is where the Bengals should be. Um, I'm tempted. This sounds sacrilegious. I'm tempted to put the Chiefs here just because they have, they've gotten beat by those other two teams. Um, yeah, I, I was low-key. Should we put the Chiefs at three? I'm Let's put it remove, this way. I'm Let's trying put to this remove way. my homer, you know. Who who was the buy most important for? Because I would say that's actually the team most in trouble. So who was the buy <laughs> more important for? Bills, Bengals, or Chiefs? If if those three teams, which one really needed the buy? I think the Chiefs. Okay. Let's put the Chiefs at three. Which I know. Chiefs fans are just gonna be like, "Are you what?" But those two teams beat us. I mean, they beat us. That's the the only the only statistics that we have. But Mahomes in the playoffs, son of a biscuit. The Bengals have our number. We have the Bills number, and the Bills have the Bengals number. It seems. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I think here one through three, there is infinitesimal distance mm-hmm. between each of them. So, next Bills Bengals. Dude, why do I want to say the Bills? And here's why. The Bengals have a a consistent and solid run game and a consistent and solid running back that doesn't rely on Joe Burrow. Bills I do also, not have that. I also think they have a better defense. Bengals Burrow also, and this isn't a knock. Burrow's not been throwing red zone picks. Like when he's no, locked in, that's he's what playing. I was gonna say. He took the words yeah. right out of my mouth. Allen, I think, is a better overall quarterback. Has had a turnover problem this year in yeah. crucial moments. So let's go Bills at two. That means we have the Bengals at one. Bengals fans, which can, may not be Allen's fault. Be happy like again. they've, I, f- no, I feel it's like they've not. He's averaging been, like he he yeah. does love a good risk. Um, That's true. Him and I think Burrow, who does have interception problems of his own, but I yeah, think Burrow yeah. in the red zone is is more conservative than both Mahomes and Allen, which is why Mahomes and Allen are more likely to throw picks. Um, yeah. I think Mahomes is the best red zone quarterback in the league still because of just nobody else does the I'm escaping from the pocket. This guy is wrapped around me. I'm going to spin in a circle and then throw a shovel pass to a guy you don't even see. Um, yeah. And honestly, just looking at it zoomed out, like Bills and Bengals have a more complete team than the Chiefs. And you could zoom into the Chiefs just have a better quarterback. The Chiefs have the best player in the league. So that's why. So even though I think the Bengals and the Bills are going, are are better teams going in, I would pick the Chiefs in head to head matchups now. I I just would. I know they lost, but better quarterback in the playoffs, gonna side with that most of the time. Well, uh, Mahomes is and, the only reason we have the one seed and have a negative absolutely. turnover differential in the year. That just if doesn't happen. If you slot Kirk Cousins into the Chiefs team, there are eight and nine. Maybe. I mean, you still got Kelsey, obviously, and Chris Jones, but maybe, maybe I, I could say they, they could hit a seven seed, maybe. Like, yeah, they go the Dolphins. They're probably team. making wild card, not winning a division. That's for sure. No. Um. No. All right, let's do the NFC. 
Seven, I think it's Seahawks still. Um, the, the Bucks beat them earlier this year. Yeah. Tom Brady, yeah. Geno Smith. The Bucks won games down the stretch. The Seahawks lost. Six Bucks. I still, I, I think the Cowboys are a better team than them. I don't know that the Cowboys are going to beat them. I, I think the Bucks are worse. Yeah. Five, Giants, Cowboys is the battle for, for who we got at five here. I think I'm going to say Giants. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the Cowboys have just too much simply talent. roster. Yeah, they have the Cowboys have inc- incredible talent, which it just baffles me how they don't make an NFC Championship game every year because of the talent that they have. Four is this a Cowboys Vikings debate? You know, do we put the Vikings? I forgot at about four the Vikings <laughs> because the Cowboys blew them out. I mean, the only evidence that we have of these two teams head to head, the Cowboys easily won this game. Yeah, I think Vikings are four. Okay, I'm going to go with it. I put and here's why. I think Cowboys defense is a lot better than the Vikings defense. A lot better. I would agree. They don't. The Cowboys, I, it's been said a lot by a lot of people. This is not a new take. But you need a game wrecker on defense in the playoffs. You just need that one guy. The Cowboys have that guy. They have Mike yeah. Parsons. Uh, so Cowboys I, then three. Who the Vikings have. Uh, Zadarius Smith, I would not categorize well, as a game wrecker with the way he's playing. Yeah. What about um, Harrison Smith, dude? He's like an eighteen-year veteran, right? Yeah, maybe five years ago. Um, mm. So Cowboys three, Vikings yeah, I, four, two. I think you have to go Eagles because of the Hurts thing. Hurts and Lane Johnson. You know, we don't know. I. But isn't I thought? Let me make sure. I mean, Hurts played. Didn't Hurts play? And he's yeah, good to go. But he played against. Nobody. He played against backups. Well, that's true. And I just, I don't know. Here, here's my reasoning. Here's my argument why. The Niners are a better team because the Niners starting quarterback gets hurt and their third string can win. Okay? The Eagles, it's the same thing with the reason we didn't put the Chiefs at number one. The Eagles rely heavily on Jalen Hurts. To, to win games. When they have a backup, Gardner Minshew, they do not win, even against bad teams. They lost to the Saints. The Niners team, I, I, I'd i go as far to say the Niners team, you could put Davis Mills in at quarterback. They're beating the Saints pretty easily. I, I just think they're a better team. I think they're a deeper team. You just convinced me. Yeah, because both have the same issue. Their starting quarterback got hurt, and the Niners have just – dominated with Brock Purdy, rookie third string quarterback. So it, I, yeah. I, I genuinely, it's the same thing as the chiefs being slotted in at third. I think that there is a better quarterback situation. Obviously the Eagles when Jalen hurts is healthy and he's very important. But I think if you just look at the evidence, the overall team, it's, it's just better for the Niners. It really is. That's what we talk about with Shanahan's system. Yeah. Like the Eagles have a higher ceiling, but they're a lower floor. And right now that floor is, low because Jalen's not been 100%. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, all right. Dang. Your final pick em results. We can add a win to each of these tallies, David, because we both... Ooh, spices things up. Picked. No, it doesn't. Um, it's a win to each. How would it possibly spice it up? In, That's in true. Way? It's just the uh, same thing. 
So on this podcast, for the first time ever, I will be saying to David Dirks, you know football better than I do. You are more wise in the ways of the NFL. Congratulations on winning this year's Pick'em Contest. David finished with 166 wins to 102 losses. I finished with 162 wins to 105 losses. I still think we did a really good job overall. What's that win percentage? I want to look that up. uh, What would that be? Would be I'd have to ask my mom. Um, Oh, I uh, went 163 and a 105. I forgot to add to mine. Um, we're 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 doing good though. Yeah. So I'm I'm very proud of us. If I did the um, math right, I, I won 62% of my picks. So you're probably like 61.5. Like like yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm double checking your math because I don't trust you. You Add know the football. two and then. You know football better, but you don't. I added the two better. and then I did 166 divided by 268, which was the total games that we picked. Yep. Okay. You're right. So I still good job by us. Yeah, that's impressive. But thank you. I that was man, I'm tearing up. That was really just heartfelt and uh yeah, just, yeah, yeah. from a shut dear uh, from a dear up. friend. It's it's good to hear that. Shut up. All right. Uh pick 'em. We we don't know when these games are happening. I don't think they've they're probably not gonna announce that schedule until Monday as we're recording this. They um, they just, they just, just announced some. it. They just did. So all right, David, I've, tell me which game is first in the and wildcard weekend. We'll just go in the order of when on Saturday, three thirty p.m. on Fox. The Seahawks are going to the Niners in the wow first wild, NFC wildcard game. Yeah, wow, no, no AFC South first game. Maybe Impressive. maybe they think maybe th- they think that won't be as close. Um, you know, yeah, that's exactly what they're thinking, which I think we know, and they will be correct about that. Everyone knows uh, okay. who we're picking. Seahawks, Niners. We're both picking Niners. We don't need to talk about this. Yeah, the they're good on. The thing about doing a pick'em after we talk about every single team at length is we don't really have to talk about them that much in their individual That's matches. That's true. Uh, next, what's the next game we got? Next game, 7.15 p.m. on NBC, Chargers at Jaguars. Okay, so it's still a Saturday game, but David. They get the night slot. Upset, or are you going, you're sticking with the Chargers despite the injuries? This actually wouldn't be an upset. Right now, Chargers are favored two and a half, and I think I'm going to take that. Chargers are favored yeah, away. Meant, yeah, I mean, I meant that the Chargers are clearly the better team here. But you're right. Yeah, you're oh, right. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I think... But, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, like, I think that's going to be a good game, but... I think there's just so much talent on that Chargers team. Right? They have to Yeah, win this. I'm picking I the Chargers, think. too. Also, I just don't see them losing twice to this Jags team in a season. That would be, it'd yeah. be insane. If the Chargers really do lose point. this, though, I can guarantee it'll be in the dumbest way possible. You know, yeah. it'll be like a Brandon Staley goes for it instead of kicks the field goal. <laughs> <laughs> that um, a Herbert pick six uh, on a down when they should have run the ball at the end of the game. That would be prime Chargers. Also, giving up a kickoff return for a touchdown in the fourth quarter seems like a very Chargers thing to do. I don't know. Mm. We'll, we'll see. But I could they- also, like, with this team, I could also see Herbert go like 22 for 26, 330 yards and three touchdowns. Like, when yeah. he's on, oh, it's absolutely. just insane. Absolutely. So. Um, we're both picking the Chargers there. David, what's the next game up? Uh, Sunday, 
noon game on CBS, uh, Bills will be hosting the Dolphins. I'm going Bills here. I don't see any yeah. reason why I would pick the Dolphins. Yeah, even with the healthy two, uh, the Bills are just complete driven. They're they're definitely driven now, and and yeah, they're they're looking good. Next up, three thirty slot on Fox. Giants going to the Vikings. All right. Is it upset Minnesota time? is favored by three, so they upset have the home. The they Giants? have the home bid. That's it. So this could be even money, even money neutral site. Is it upset time for the Giants? You know what? I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, I gotta think about this too. The top seeds never sweep. I mean, yeah, they you do. You gotta bet there's sometimes. gonna be an upset somewhere. There's always an upset. Yeah, I think the Giants win. I their defense is good. They're uh, I. It's a shame I, I can't remember the the D lineman's name, but I think he's like second in the league in sacks behind Joey Bosa or Nick Bosa this year. Mm-hmm. Dude balling out, and uh, I think they could get in a situation where they have seven eight minute drives and just don't let the Vikings offense touch the ball. So yeah, mm-hmm. Giants mm-hmm. upset. And that Vikings defense, especially the defensive front, has not been playing well. The Giants are going to be able to run the football against them most likely. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going Giants yeah. with you as well. What's next? Um, Sunday night, 7-15 on NBC, Ravens are going to the Bengals. Yeah, that going feels like jungle. a very Sunday night game. Yep. Um, Bang- Bengals are favored by six. Yeah, and I think we're both going to go with them here. We put, picked them as the best team in the AFC. Uh, so. Yeah, I think, yeah, they're just, they're good. They're very good. <laughs> and Lamar hasn't played, so we don't really know what he looks like right now. True. Lastly, and then the final Monday night on ESPN is Cowboys at the Bucks. Um, no, I'm gonna believe in them. I, I think the Cowboys will be ready. Okay. I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna bite it. I'm not gonna overthink it. They are the way more talented team. Uh, yeah. Give me the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, char- they're going to the, win them all. <laughs> it, it's the reflex when you say most talented team. You just feel like you have to say the Chargers. Um, and you're believing in the Cowboys. Uh, well, what are you, what I, are you going the, with? This is the only pick we're going to diverge on. Looks like I will be picking the Bucks. Um, I can't get the vision of Tom Brady. Just got an ugly, like 17 to 14 win against this Cowboys team. Um, and just being like, yeah, you know, people didn't doubt in us, but we do what we need to, to win. Um, and it's on to the next one. Mm. Um, mm. and also just a reminder for everyone last year in the wild card games, Dak Prescott ran a QB draw with 14 seconds left, um, in the middle That's of the right. field when they were down and needed a score. That's um, right. Oh and my gosh. yeah, it looked like that was a designed play. Um, not just a, I scrambled cause I didn't have anything else to do. And then they didn't have time to run another play. Oh my um, goodness, dude. I I don't trust anybody in a late. I think this game's going to be close. And I don't trust anybody on the Cowboys with a late game situation. I don't trust Todd Bowles either. Let's let's be clear about that. But I feel like if it's late game, Todd Bowles is going to be like, Brady, just call it. Like you do it. Mm, so yeah. I'm going Bucks here. All right. So if, if everything stands right now, um if our picks are correct. The the matchups round two would be Bills, Bengals, Chargers, Chiefs in the AFC 
the NFC uh, would be Eagles and the Giants, actually. Ooh. And then the other matchup would be 49ers and either David has 49ers Cowboys as the divisional ra- matchup. And right now I have 49ers Bucks as the divisional matchup. So uh, we, we, we don't have a lot of upsets. Uh, David has two. I have one. Um, but anything can happen. It's the playoffs, you know, and this is why we talk mm-hmm. about this, this is what we talk, yeah. we're talking about the playoffs. If so, if you weren't, obviously you didn't pick, you only picked one upset. If you had to choose another one where you're like gut feeling like I could see it, what, what team, what game do you think could be upset? I mean, if we're just talking strictly based on betting lines, Jags, Jags chargers, I could just see mm-hmm. the, the, the chargers not having one of their offensive threats, the Jags. Um, have been playing well on both sides of the football uh, the towards the end of the season. And the Chargers, again, you have to factor in the Chargers just doing something heartbreaking to themselves. Yeah. That happens all the time for them. So, yeah. Dude, that's oddly enough, you know who play really just weird games, no matter how good one team is or the others isn't? The Ravens and Bengals play weird games. Yeah. I, I'd be surprised, but if the Ravens like upset, like every game they play, I know this this one doesn't count. The third string quarterback for the Ravens were playing, but it's always I think beginning of the year it was like seventeen to twelve. The like the Ravens won. Like it's just weird stuff. Also, the Bengals like to get down. They like to give up dumb leads. Mm. They were losing to the Bucks. Um, I think at halftime of that game, they they pretty bad lost to the Browns. You know, the Bengals play down to their competition in the same way that the Chiefs do a lot of times. So I wouldn't be surprised if this game is close. Um, and yeah, like you said, the Ravens, Bengals, it's a division matchup, which is always weird anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? I Honestly, I, this is weird. I'm just shocked it's already playoff time. I feel like this season's just flown. Yeah, it feels really fast. I, I, flown by. I'm... Glad that I will be able to enjoy this first weekend of the playoffs stress free. Um, oh yeah, it's actually really nice. Playoff playoff football is a whole different level of of anxiety for me when the Chiefs are in it. So, mm-hmm. um, especially after I I witnessed firsthand that heartbreaking AFC Championship loss in person last year. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not well, going like- to I'm not going to a playoff game this year, even though I'm one and one. You know, five hundred. In, in attended playoff games in Arrowhead Stadium. You never want to risk it. I'm not going this year. Because uh, even if I get offered an AFC Championship game ticket, I'm not going. I don't need yeah. that. Yeah, well, it's it's different because in the regular season, especially with our team, if they lose, all right, there's still plenty of time left. If they're losing, we've come back a lot. Let's just I'll, – I'll, I will not get too anxious until about 10 minutes left in the fourth. But now it's like, yeah, this is – single elim like you win or go home you got to oh. be on because it's good team so yeah it, it's it's actual anxiety now and the chiefs just don't play normal playoff games yeah i mean point in, case in point bills last year divisional game best playoff game probably of all, of all time. time yeah you know david and i thought the chiefs were dead as dead as could possibly be um, whenever the Bills scored that I sat down seconds left. And Nathan knows that doesn't happen. I, yes. I sat David down on the sat couch. David sat down. I threw my phone and said, I can't do this anymore. And Will um, said nothing. 
He just yeah. kept his mouth shut. He just shut. sat there silently, which was a good move by him. And yeah. then we and then we won. Um so yeah, the Chiefs don't play a lot of normal playoff games, so I'm sure it's going to be hard attack inducing whenever they do play, but we won't have to worry about that the first weekend. So yay yeah. for us. If your team is playing good luck and um 50% of you will be very sad. So until next year, I guess. So um yeah, excited to pick this all the way up. Hopefully, you know, your team is the one in the Super Bowl because then you'll hear us talk about them. But if not, better luck next year, right? That's what I always say as a Mizzou, Mizzou fan, right? Maybe next year. So uh, I'm used to saying it too. Um, For Mizzou, it never is. Although basketball. Stop. Oh, yes. College sports, national championship tomorrow night. Three seconds. Who's winning? Uh, I'm going to upset TCU. Cinderella story. You think they can do it? Yep. They're physical. They surprise me. Michigan was a physical team, and they weren't bothered by them. So I think most of the country wants TCU. Georgia's obviously the most talented and favored, but, yeah, we'll see. I think I'm going to pick Georgia. Just, I, they're just somehow that 40-year-old-looking man at quarterback is just really good. So If Georgia wins, they are undisputed top dog now in college football. We'll take Alabama's throne. Back-to-back natties. That hasn't happened, was it? Hasn't nine, happened 10? since Bama in, nine, in 2009 was it and 10 or 10-11? Uh, it was, it was I, around those years. I know that, yeah. but yeah. So, so. I, they will they will take the throne. Um, Kirby Smart and Georgia Bulldogs if they win. But I will be cheering for LS or not LSU. Well, TCU. TCU. Hey, Another Max Duggard went to Council Bluffs. He's a he's a he's a homie. He's a townie, so he's close to home. So for this your is, life, not you. That's true. You're from Branson. Uh, <laughs> on that note, really good transition here. Actually, episode sixty six. I've been talking about the NFL playoff picture. Uh, what do you want to watch? Nathan and I talking it up. You've been listening to it, and we have been talking about it. See ya. Bye. Bye.